Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first Customer Success Conversations podcast of 2019. I'm Adam Joseph, your host and CEO of CSM Insight. And with me today, I am delighted to welcome Bob Burke, who is a Senior Director of Customer Success at Okta. Bob, very warm welcome and Happy New Year to you. Thanks, Adam. Also to you. So I'm sure many people have either come across, used or heard of Okta, but for maybe those that haven't or not quite sure what Okta is, could you just start off giving us a, a brief explanation about Okta and, and what you do as a business? Yeah, absolutely. So Okta is a cloud-based identity management tool, and we exist basically to, to solve the challenges that organizations are coming across as they start moving more and more to the cloud and are undertaking their own digital transformation journeys. And so a lot of people are familiar with Okta and the concept of single sign-on, and that's certainly a big part of what we offer from a product perspective. So solving the challenges of of multiple usernames and passwords. Uh, And from an employee perspective, obviously, there's a lot of convenience around that, but we think much more deeply about it. And it really gets into the heart of security and efficiencies as well, so that as you're making that move to the cloud, you have confidence that employees are able to securely access all of those those tools and resources that they need in the cloud. And also being able to do some other really beneficial and cost savings things like provision and deprovision cloud accounts for your IT administrators, saving them time and also ensuring that those things get closed out when people leave. That's what we sort of consider the traditional IT side of things. And then we also have a customer identity product, which is more focused around organizations that are trying to give access to services and, and tools for their partners and customers. So it's it's a broad topic, but mm-hmm. uh, that's in general what we what we do. And I can talk as a, as a former user of Okta, just the, the huge benefits that it has. I mean, I remember that even the single sign-on ability alone just was, was a huge, huge help to me. So I, I can definitely concur with a lot of the things that you're saying. And given, obviously, your large B2B customer base, can you tell us a little bit about how customer success has evolved at Okta and, and when, you, when you started joining the business? So I started almost five years ago as one of the first customer success managers at Okta. And in that period of time, the role of the CSM has evolved and changed quite significantly as our product and the size of our customers has changed. And so obviously we've grown quite significantly with our product offering. This whole B2B offering that we had, uh, that we have now didn't really even exist back then. And so along with that comes um, a completely different use case, a completely different sort of requirement from the customer base. And we've had to re- really almost every year reinvent what we were looking for, redefine, I should say, the, the type of profile and the person that we're looking for uh, from a CSM. And, and needless to say, it's gotten more sophisticated. We now are looking for almost people that are more like business consultants than maybe more support-friendly people, is, which is what we were leaning more towards in the past. So it's definitely been an ongoing evolution. I expect it's going to continue to as, as our product continues to evolve. Mm. And one of the things that I find fascinating about the customer success function at Okta that I had found out on one of our previous meetings was that lots of people, when you, when you say a customer success function, thinks of the classic now customer success manager role. But I think especially at Okta, and I'd love to hear more from you on this, is that customer success doesn't 
doesn't just have to mean customer success management. I think as a function in its own right, there are lots of individual roles. So for example, operations, renewal specialists, account management, support, all roll into customer success. Is that how it works at, at Okta? And if so, how have you found the evolution from moving from the pure customer success manager and expecting them to do everything to having more specializations in the role? Yeah, I think that's that's been one really big learning for me. And, and, and over these these years that I've been at Okta, we've realized that, you know, it really does take a village to make a customer successful. And the idea that one lonely CSM is going to do it all on their own really isn't very realistic. So we have an entire methodology in terms of the life cycle of a customer and the various uh, parts of the business that we sort of expect them to be engaged with depending upon where they're at. It really starts with education and our, our training team who, who step in once uh, a, a customer uh, comes on board, make sure that they're uh, familiar with the product, they know how to, to, to maintain it and deploy it and support it. From there, it gets handed over to our professional services team who steps in and certainly on our, our larger and our more complicated customers are involved with, uh, with the actual deployment of the product. And Again, working with the team on site, the customer team, to help with any training or enablement issues along the way. But they're really there, the services team, to provide as, as quick of time to value as possible. And, you know, in the SaaS world, that's a big deal. We know that customers that get up and running quickly tend to be just healthier long term and renew at higher rates. From there, the services team passes the baton to a CSM, who then is, is really focused on that longer term relationship establishing that trusted advisory relationship, driving full adoption then of everything that the customer bought, making sure that they're getting good return on investment. And then once that cycle of things have completed, then it's really focused on growth. And that's, that's not only about trying to incent the customer to buy more, but it's, but it's also just about deepening and growing the relationship with the customer. You know, who are those customers that are willing to be references for us? Who are those customers that are willing to come to our events and speak on our behalf? How can we help the customer think proactively about what else they could be doing about some of the newer, with some of the newer parts of the product that we're releasing that maybe are even part of their uh, license entitlement that they're not, they're not even aware of? So deepening and growing that, that relationship so that when it does come time to have a renewal conversation and we then hand the baton to renewal, uh, a renewals representative, that things are really in a, in a very strong place. But it takes all of these folks. It takes training folks and professional services and customer success managers and renewals people. You know, you, you touched on operations, which is, has really become a, 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 a crucial part of our overall team. You know, we had no ops people four and a half years ago. And, and now we've got a team of probably at least half of a dozen of them globally looking after various parts of the business. So without the metrics, without the ops, without our ability to measure our own performance and our customers' utilization of the tool, it really hinders us. So, so having that, that insight into uh, how we're performing and how the customers are performing is critical. And then yes, the last piece of all of that is our technical support team, making sure that Customers have somebody to go to when they need it, wherever they are, when, whenever it happens. Um, and having a true 24-7 global support team is critical. So, so all of these things, and, and, and in fact now, that is my role at Okta. I look after what we call the customer first department, which is all of these functions for our, for our European customer base. And getting each of these functions to think in a way that overlaps with the next one in line 
is really a big part of what I'm focused on so that we aren't just operating in our little silos, making sure that we've got successful deployment or just strong adoption or just swift and uh, effective resolution of a support ticket, that we're thinking about all of these things together because it does take a bit of orchestration to make sure that at the end of the day, your biggest and most complicated customers are happy and healthy and and renewing fully when it comes time for that conversation. Well, that leads beautifully onto my next question because I, I love that analogy you used. It's, it's a village rather than having one individual person to, or it, it, trying to do everything. As you look at your organization, that makes a lot of sense to have these specific areas of specializations that are focused in on very specific things. But from a customer perspective, it's one of the disadvantages to that approach is sometimes it can be confusing in terms of who's doing what. There are multiple stakeholders. Some may be more diligent than others in terms of their communication and style. Have you seen any teething issues with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the topic of handovers is one that we review and discuss quite regularly. And I, I, I won't say that we're perfect at it. And I think it's something that a lot of organizations can struggle with. But it is something that we're very mindful of because... You're quite right. It can be uh, it can be confusing. It can be frustrating for customers when you've got someone else who's sort of stepping in and and looking after a different part of th- that life cycle for the customer and, and not feeling like there's anyone that's really owning the relationship and they've got that trusted person that they can go to at, at any stage. That for us, though, really is the CSM. And we think of the CSM as, in, in a lot of ways, yeah, the conductor or the, 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 the orchestrator. You, you were going to say quarterback, weren't you? I, I would say quarterback, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I bit my tongue a bit. Yeah, a strong midfielder to come in and direct traffic on the pitch. Uh, look uh, at you, you're truly anglicized now. How's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, you do, it, it, it's interesting though, because we're continuing to evolve that concept in a way that, especially as we get later in that life cycle. And, and we, you know, I think historically, if I think about the renewals process, that's been the scenario that CSMs at Okta, so just full clarity here, CSMs are not part of the renewal process. They're not comped on the renewal process. And that's another big topic. And I'm sure one that you've covered in a previous podcast, just in terms of, you know, from a commercial perspective, how involved do you want CSMs to be? We've always kept CSMs very much out of the commercial conversation. If there's an upsell opportunity, they take that back to, uh, to an account executive. When it comes time for renewal, we pass that over to, to a renewals manager. But again, when, when you've got a relationship there that the customer is comfortable with, bringing these various people back in that the customer doesn't know, that maybe isn't as up to speed on the customer's needs and businesses can be confusing. So, so even now, as we move into commercial conversations, we're still keeping the CSM there. Not again as the person who's um, necessarily doing the contracting of the business, but someone who is a familiar face, mm. who can do any sort of translating that needs to happen, making sure that the folks on our side internally uh, are, are, are fully understanding the requirements of the customer and the business. Um, so anyway, l- long story short, it, it is complicated. It is something though that we're continuing to evolve, mm. um, but continue to look to the CSM to be that, that buffer and that coordinator for. And because there, there could be multiple stakeholders involved in obviously the CSM as the, the, the glue, but also with renewal conversations, that would be a renewal specialist or for an upsell opportunity, or if professional services are getting involved in terms of just managing all of that documentation and communication that that clearly would be in in abundance. 
are you using a, a specialist technology for that? Um, is that just going into your, your, your CRM system? Uh, how do you manage all of that, that, that flow and process? Yeah, and that's something that's evolved quite a bit over the years as well. Uh, and it's, it's something that we, I think we still have some ways to go on. Um, we've got a couple of different tools that we're using. Part of it certainly is, is through Salesforce. We, we are heavy Gainsight users as well. And so um, things like the timeline section in Gainsight, for those of you out there that are, that are Gainsight users, we're leveraging more and more um, to keep track of status and notes and latest updates so that as CSMs are engaged and they're, they're, they're looking towards uh, sort of uh, handing off renewals related information, we're tracking that there from a services perspective. Um, they as well are, are leveraging some aspects of that so that as a CSM picks up the account, once it goes live, they've, they've got all the data there. So it, it, it's a mix of sorts still. And it, I, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't say it's perfect, mm. um, but it's really come a long way in the, uh, in the, I guess, three years now that we've been a Gainsight customer and we've been a Salesforce customer from the get-go. And I just want to revisit something you said earlier about your, your CSMs not being comped on on renewals or, or upsells. I'm just interested, though, in, in terms of how you judge whether your, your CSMs are, are effective or not. What kind of validation do you have that, that if you're not judging it through a number, that, that your CSMs are, are effectively helping customers realize return on investment through using Okta? Sure. So a big part of it for us is the health score that we, uh, again, leverage Gainsight to, uh, to define and then measure. Um, so the customer health uh, of a single CSM's um, customer base is, is a big part of what is reviewed with them and, and, and part of how we evaluate um, the, the overall quality of the performance of their doing on the job. Um, you know, another thing that we, uh, that we target CSM's on and, and measuring, measure them on is their ability to drive executive engagement between the customer and with Okta executives. So we know that the higher up that we can get in an account, the, the better chance that we have of having a, a full renewal and a, and, and a healthy engagement overall. And especially when you get into sticky situations with customers, which, which happens, um, having that executive relationship to fall back on can, can help quite significantly, I'm sure as, again, your listeners know. So, so that's a big part of it. Um, and although they're not comped on it, uh, there is, certainly is a, a, a belief that if a, a CSM's customers um, are not renewing or, or even not even growing or expanding, um, that we, we need to at least have a look at that and see what the considerations are. Obviously, things happen. I mean, I think a big part of, uh, for us, a, a lot of the churn that we see these days is related to mergers and acquisitions. And where you had a, a, a really strong champion and a great deployment, someone comes in and buys that company and they're using a competitor and there often isn't anything you can do and you can't punish a CSM for that. That's completely out of their control. But, but certainly if, if there's a trend there, you know, it's the sort of thing that we, we, we take a very healthy look at and just see if, yeah, if there isn't any further assistance or training or, uh, you know, sort of support that a CSM needs to make sure that they've got all the necessary skills to do the job as best they can. No, really interesting. And again, just revisiting for a moment the this kind of slightly more fragmented customer success organization where you have these these areas of specialisms. Do, do you think that 
as it kind of evolves and, and breaks out a little bit into each specialist role, do you think that opens up potential new career paths? So rather than someone just classically thinking of the, the CSM role, but the ability to, to move between these different teams as they, as they gain skills. I'm not suggesting the one is a, a starter role and then as you gain confidence and experience, you move, you move through the ranks. But do, do you see that as the team has evolved where you've moved different people into different, different roles as they progress their career within Okta? Absolutely. Yeah. We, and, and we've done quite a bit of that, I would say, um, in the past few years in particular, where you've got people who maybe don't feel like they're exactly in the right space. They're, they're, they're passionate about customer success in general. They really like you know, being customer facing and, and working with customers and, and driving that value overall. But you know, maybe at the end of the day, they, who knows, maybe they're in a services role and they just decide that they're, they're not quite as technical or they don't want to have to continue to be as technical as they want to be, but they've got a great account management skills, moving them over into a CSM role. We've, we've, we've done that before. Mm. Uh, we've had good success even in terms of folks coming in outside of the customer success function into it uh, from sales, which oftentimes people think those two things are, are at odds. But, uh, you know, I've hired two CSMs um, with, with, 100% sales backgrounds um, from our sales team who, uh, who yeah, maybe they weren't the best at going out and, and closing new business, but in terms of, again, looking after a customer, maintaining that longer term relationship, um, and also being able to sort of position the product and speak to it in a way that's really effective, they've turned out to be brilliant CSMs. So we think a lot internally about Okta, about, um, how we give people the opportunity to grow, how we give them a chance to try new things. Um, and I think one of the things that we do quite well is if, if we do have people that aren't quite working out uh, in, in the role that they're currently in, we, we, we really do try and find potentially a better home for them somewhere else because oftentimes you've got people that you've invested in that are quite valuable um, and maybe they just need uh, a, a new challenge or a slightly different uh, role to step into. And, and yeah, that's something that I as a leader think a lot about on a very regular basis. Great. And, and just to, to maybe finish as we look ahead to the future, clearly it sounds like in your time at Okta that there's been this evolution of the, not only the business, but the customer success function as well. As we, if we kind of fast forward a year from now um, to 2020, God, it sounds scary even saying it, but as we, as we think about 2020, can you even imagine uh, this, this evolution continuing? So it could even be customer success has an even wider remit that it does now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I certainly can. You know, I mean, you look at where Okta is today um, and, uh, you know, we're a 10-year-old business. Um, we went public in 2017. We are growing massively. We are in a space that is highly competitive. We've got some very big competitors out there that we're, we're going up against. And, you know, I, I don't think it would be any secret to say that a key, you know, sort of driver of our long-term success is going to be continuing to grow as quickly as we possibly can. Um, and so I think trying to think strategically about how we scale the business and make it even more efficient than it already is to save costs and keep down the cost of business um, while at the same time um, helping bring back opportunities to, uh, to the sales team to go out and be closing more business uh, will be some of the key things that we'll look at organizationally in ways in which we can we can get more out of the existing team that we've got without having to 
continue to, to, to hire ad infinitum. And at the same time, yeah, thinking more about, about driving more business with that team. So without getting too far into the, the details on that, those are a couple of the big things that I'm thinking about for the future. Well, fantastic. Bob, thank you so much. It's been a fascinating insight to, to both Okta and some of the, the great things that you're doing within customer success as well. I really want to thank you for your time. It's been, uh, it's been a great listen. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. It was a pleasure. Thanks a lot.